another week, another twenty dollars. Yes. <laughs> yes. We we came here on. Uh, let's see here. Literally, L.A. is burning down right now, guys. Yeah, L.A. is yeah. on fire. Yeah, people's dreams are literally coming to a screeching mm-hmm. halt. This fire is a big metaphor for this town. <laughs> I bet it was the hipsters probably starting a campfire that got out of control. Oh, dude, they probably were. They were probably trying to make their own craft beer, and they whittled two sticks together too fast. And then it's hipsters l- dr- look like bulimic lumberjacks because they have like the body of like a fourteen year old Asian chick, mm-hmm. but then they dress like they have like the big beards, and then they like you know two the big round glasses. <laughs> two hipsters got into a fight, and their beards rubbed together. Mm-hmm. That's what- <laughs> I saw the fire. Truck That's why LA's burning there. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, his 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 beard got caught in his beach cruiser spoke (laughs) dude uh, here's the thing like i know it's it's really kind of been overdone making fun of hipsters but the thing is is they're so irritating because they're like elitist you know what i mean like they think they're so much better that's why i can't stand them do you like hipsters david um i had this hipster chick one time bro and she smelled weird (laughs) what'd she smell was she like all earthy she smelled like clothes that have been in your car for like a month oh so that's bad she smelled like anne frank's attic (laughs) she needed a shower she didn't stink, but her clothes had that oh. thrift store odor. Brian oh, Day, like I think old. it's that just reminds me. My, our buddy Brian Day talks about he has a joke about how all hipster women dr- look and dress like Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that makes no sense. Like you've been guy. hiding okay. in the attic for a few weeks, dude. Uh, well, that's what they do. They shop at thrift stores and stuff like that. You know, and they're, it, they're obsessed it, with the vintage. I mean, thrift store shopping can be cool, but when yeah. you get those clothes home, you gotta wash them before you wear them. Yeah. They're basically Amish people with Instagram accounts because it's like if they couldn't have the social uh. media presence, then they, you know what I mean. I'm like, just become Amish, but then they can't take pictures of themselves mm-hmm. so oh to be hipster oh to be hipster i could never be hipster i'm so mainstream basic bitch yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. It's real? true i'm wearing uh, I love right now and it. i got my starbucks like yeah you know what though you gotta admit what you are this town is full of people who don't do that oh i know yeah i'm proud of who i am it's like, good this is me. you gotta be you Own know it. everybody says everybody says they're proud of themselves mm-hmm. but most of the time they're like fully not that's why I'm sad that LA's burning, but then there's like a half smile. You know what I mean? Like I love LA, but then there's that sociopath inside of you that's like, I also want to watch it burn like the Joker. You know, <laughs> just as long as nobody dies. I, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't I want don't anybody. Want, to... I don't want any animals to die. I love really the natural it. disasters happening because I'm thinking it will push people out of LA. <laughs> yeah. That's... Well, you'd hope. Yeah, we're full. The only, except for the people <laughs> who really want it. Right. Have yeah. you guys seen the 405? No, is it crazy right now? No, I'm just saying we're full. Like we don't. Oh yeah, we're we full can't. Oh no yeah, cars. We yeah, need we're full to maximum capacity. Bitch. We don't need another person who watched like some reality TV show about becoming famous and they've never done a day of performing in their life, and then they just decide to move here. Yeah, and they're just like, "Hey, we're here to join the party," and we're like, "Yeah, it's not a party." It isn't. People think welcome. that we're like skydiving and doing cocaine and you know having shootouts, and it's like this great. I you mean, know. I do know a few people are going skydiving. I'm not going to lie. I know a few people, but they're not always out here. I've never been before. I would go. I would I think. not. No. You I, wouldn't? Nope. I hate the feel of like falling and dropping. I can't do it. No. Yeah. Would you do? Would you skydive, David? 
Hell no, bro. What about wanna, bungee jumping? Nah. Uh, no, that's stupider Parrot's than skydiving. Worst. Because well, yeah, because it's a literally a, a bungee cord. Like you're getting close to the ground and it's whipping you up. You know, the bungee cord yeah. can freaking break. It's, it's not stupid. just one drop too. It's like a bunch of drops. Yeah, I kind of no. think motorcycles are stupid too. Like like in L.A., it's like you're driving a car seat down the damn road without like a without shelter around it. Like you're literally just flooring a car yeah. seat down the road. My mom was in a it's motorcycle accident when she was 16, wow. and she spent like three years in the hospital. Yeah, they're she so broke dangerous. Everything now she's all pinned together on the inside. Yeah, I feel like there's like Harley riders. They're like 60 year old skateboarders because <laughs> they just make noise and they like it's like they're mad at their dad and you know like it's. I don't know. Yeah. No offense to all our Harley riding fans, Sorry. you know. My aunt rides Harleys, so, you know, I make fun of everybody. Well, my roommate just came home the other night from riding a motorcycle for the first time, and she was in a skirt, and she put her leg on the exhaust, and she got a third-degree burn. Oh, snap. Yeah, I was like, I hope that doesn't scar. <clears throat> That's yeah. a rule to ride a motorcycle. You don't wear shorts. You wear no. Long I told her, yeah. I was like, what are you thinking? I was like, you have to wear that's, the leather. That's why those Harley uh, drivers wear chaps. You know? mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I just thought they were in the closet, but that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that they just couldn't come out, and so right. it's... Or they look no. like they're into BDSM. Oh, Dude. Um, my uh, A guy who was married into my family, he wasn't related to me by blood, but um, he was married into my family, and mm-hmm. I remember uh, when I was I stayed at their house in junior high, and I was a nosy kid, so I got on their Netscape Navigator and looked at their history, and this guy was all into Harleys. Wait, what's a Netscape Netscape Navigator? Navigator is old an old internet. search engine. <laughs> 56k. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, actually. they yeah, might yeah, even yeah. had twenty eight point six or something. Because, but anyways, I was over at their house. I looked at their history. This guy's a Harley rider. It was just all like everything in the search engine was like just super super gay. It was like <laughs> it's like Harley rider comes in and shows twenty two year old boy the way. And then I was just what? I remember like looking through the search engine. I was like so confused because I just figured they were looking at something weird, but I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> And I'm assuming it was him. And I'm like, dude, those American flag tattoos and Freedom Ain't Free <laughs> stickers in the back of your car were a cover-up, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny, bro. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's, mm-hmm. it's um... Out there in the South. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh... Yeah, so I guess today we're talking about Rel- transitioning relationship. It's the holiday, so girls are choosing. Choosing. <laughs> okay, I'm not choosing. I already chose. Long. You already chose. <laughs> yeah, girls trying to be guilty. Have you ever? Have you ever, David? Have you ever had that happen to you, where somebody just kind of like popped up and like you, like yeah, I gotta take them home to like my family, like super quick, or do you wait a while? Um, if you meet my mom, you're special. So yeah, I'll I'm, I'll make up any excuse not to take a girl to my house. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like. Uh, we're getting construction down to the kitchen. <laughs> Renovations. So, right. So this year we're having Christmas dinner at Denny's. <laughs> yeah, and it's just not, I just want to feel like you deserve more. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So you should probably go be with your family, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, then your holiday isn't really about you. Because for a lot of us, when we go home for the holidays, it's like because we get to be by ourselves. Mm-hmm. But if you bring somebody, then you have to like, they're your guest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to appease them on some level. And it's like, I don't want to do that on my vacation. <laughs> well, I want to be selfish. That's why you shouldn't bring them home until you yeah. are really comfortable with them. You right. Just be yourself. You're not having to treat they shouldn't feel like a guest. Right. I right. Wish, I wish you could do like the initial meet and greet just over the phone. You know, like before Like you, Skype. Yeah, like <laughs> before you go home, you don't have to do the oh, this is this is meet them. This is my uncle. Like I just wish you could automatically like 
your family could already know him, bro. Because I yeah. hate when I'm at home, I hate entertaining people. Oh, dude, it's the worst. Yeah. Like I want to do my own thing. I might want to go lay in my own my, my old room. The same know? here, dude. I, I I sit in the bathtub for three hours at a time, and I like nobody like in the water lives, or just in, in the, the water. Top? Yes. Oh, okay. I used to read the Bible in the bathtub <laughs> with like the Bible on my stomach, and I dropped it in the bathwater so many times. Oh. Matt likes I'm a to sociopath. Soggy Bible. Matt likes soggy to Bible. Get, he likes to get pruned. I do. <laughs> I do so fast. Does that mean I do I'm dehydrated? It means we're white. We, we, oh, okay. we, I think white people get pruned, you know, uh, more. Yeah, we so, you know yeah. I mean? White people don't have gills like black people. <laughs> yeah, black, black people have gills. That's yeah. part of the black don't crack thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're able to be able so to get. So they're basically them. like mermaids. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, jealous. That's why there's been so much racial tension over the years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's white people are jealous of the mermaid factor. Jealous. You know, we're amphibians. <laughs> yeah, we can survive in water or land. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and then white people are just—I don't know what we are. I guess we're reptiles. Sky, anyway. sky creatures. Sky creatures, yeah. Y'all are fascinated with being in the air. You know yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty true. That is pretty true. Black people, we've mastered everything on the ground as far as running, javelin, tennis, football, baseball, basketball, but white people are fascinated with being in the air. Hey, we're pretty good that hockey, is- too. Hockey. But then there's yeah, a black like guy. Our that, one sport. There's a black guy that's a, a hero in hockey too. I don't really? Know his name. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, there always is. That's what happens. Is uh, some uh, an outlier, outlier. However you say it. The re- outliers. The, the Outlier. reason that uh, a lot of black people are not that good at uh, hockey is because that equipment is expensive as fuck. Well, you think about it. It's true. Culturally, there's just certain things that certain people are drawn to. Like, okay. But I'm saying, if like NASCAR. It, if, if it was in a, if. If it was in a black neighborhood to have like a frozen pond and like uh, hockey sticks and mm-hmm. like basketball courts, then then I believe a lot of black people would be in hockey. Probably. I mean, there's a black dude in NASCAR now, but like the thing is, is like NASCAR, you think of the appeal. It's like just people going in a circle. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. it's definitely kind of like a hillbilly sport. It's actually the most watched sport, I think. I heard. Have you heard that before? Yeah, yeah. It's the most watched sport, even above basketball. I was so shocked when I heard that. Have you guys it's ever like, been to a race live? To what? Yeah. A race, a live race? No. Yeah. I went one time. Is it time, fun? It feels it's boring. insanely loud, and it's like you can feel the cars going past you. I don't you. like that. But after they've gone around about 10 out of the 200 times, you're like, okay, cool, I got it. I'm yeah, they go it. around like 500 times, bro. It's like it's same boring, shit. It just dude. goes on for, it goes on all day. Like she day. said, the first 20 minutes is cool. Yeah, and then it's like playing the first level of Mario for like four hours, and you're like, dude, I'm over this. Right, and they go, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but they go around like 200 laps, but it's really only like the last 10 laps that actually uh-huh. matters, like the person who wins out of all those laps. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter anymore. It's so silly. It's insanity. Yeah. I went one time with a friend. They uh, took me for fun. It was my first time ever. I'm super thankful. I had a great time, but um, I'm, not a, I'm not a big NASCAR fan myself. Yeah, you know what's crazy is it's like I like sports in theory because it's like I love baseball and I love basketball, but I don't follow either one of them. Oh, I don't so to call anything. myself is a, a fan would make me a poser. I don't follow any sports at I used, all. I used to I, like uh, Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt? Yeah. Dale junior Hart. or senior? The junior? Yeah. Uh, junior. The, oh, the younger one. Yeah. Junior, yeah. That's the one my yeah. friend likes too. They love him. I got in trouble for for in Sunday school because I remember when he passed, which it's a senior. Should, yeah, senior. You should never make fun of somebody's death. Like I, a lot of comics do that kind of stuff. I I don't I don't do that. But I remember, 
like I was like in junior high or something. I go, there's probably a lot of sad rednecks today. And then like, and then like I grew up like in the South and like they told my, they told my parents and stuff when I got in trouble because I was trying to be funny, you know. I like, uh, you were a comic even back then. Yeah, I was. What'd you say, David? I like Mark Andretti too. I don't know who that is. Mark Andretti? He's, he's pretty good. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is the only one I can actually name. <laughs> oh, yeah. The other ones, it's kind of like, so they're sort of, yeah. My sister goes to Kentucky Derby, speaking of white people sports, oh, wow. and watches horse racing. You know what I mean? Like the Great Gatsby. And they wear like, they dress like they're from that era, too. They wear like the sun hats. Yeah. And everything. It's kind of creepy. Mm, I don't know if I want to support that. I've heard that when they're done with those horses that they just, a lot of them get like turned into horse meat. Really? Yeah. Be- people like, eat horse meat? Yeah. There's people like, eat horse? Oh, my gosh. Yes. In, um, really? Like uh, southern Florida and like this area around Miami, they Jeez, sell illegal horse meat. Well, what do it's they like do? Like huge, horse burgers? It's a huge thing. I don't know. But and they when they slaughter them, they slaughter them alive. Like they don't kill them first. Like they cut off their limbs while they're alive. That's insane. It is the mo- it's the most gruesome thing I've, I've ever seen. I've only seen videos, oh, but it's crazy. nasty. And it's like there's – I'm not going to go on a huge tangent here, but – there's this group called Animal Rescue Mission, and that's like who I would support if I could support someone. Right? They are all about yeah. That's grotesque. Them. I can see Haley Durr making it. I mean Haley Durr. <laughs> that's a girl who went hey. to school with me. Haley Durr. She must be talking shit about me right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can see Haley Ray making it big and having like a, a fenced-in backyard with like a thousand chihuahuas. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. She comes out, but shows each one special attention and knows their names based off like the different like stripe. Wait, that's did on I them. tell you guys that was like not just chihuahuas, but like the whole like dog rescue thing that was like a dream of mine? No, did you just make that no. up? We might have heard it. And subconsciously oh, I must have told you about that because that is something I want to do one day. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, it. that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. But all yeah. dogs of all sizes, I want to rescue them all. Like I said, I still eat some meat, but it's like the way that some animals are treated, it's insane. You know what I mean? Like it's it's it turns into like a freaking psychopathic haunted house, you know? Like mm-hmm. the way that they put chickens in cages and keep them cooped up and stuff, it's oh, like, so it's, it's crazy. Anyways, it's we always crazy. talk about food. We talk about food. We should probably talk about Relationships, relationships because we said we were going to talk about that today because so, relationships are based around food they are pretty much it's basically <laughs> two people whenever you have all your memories it's two people holding hands watching movies and dying like like at the, at the end of your life you're 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 going to look back in your memories you watched movies held hands and you went out to eat if you're in a relationship not like dating necessarily well but. i feel like I'm personally not like that, but yeah, a lot of people. What do you guys do together? You know, okay, so this is very orchestrated by me, but I made a list of like all the cool shit there's in LA. No, I know. Remember the last time Haley read? I'm not gonna read the list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. your lists are hard. You're hard. I'm not reading it, yo. It's like pages. But anyways, I had this (laughs) massive like master list of like all the fun, cool shit there is to do in LA. And every time we have a free day, we have a date day, and then we go and do one of those cool things. Yeah. 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 So, and and it's, we do sometimes go to movies, but not that often. Yeah. It, it's, you know what? It, it's basically just if you just enjoy the other person's company. Mm-hmm. I remember my, uh, my ex, she made a list of things that she wanted to do. It was like cop ride along, this, well, bucket that. bucket list. It, just things she wanted us to do together. And I ended up breaking up with her because there was a there was a host of problems, you know what I mean. Oh. But you know that kind of that kind of came up, and um, we ended up breaking up. But 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 I remember um, like at the time I was like I don't want to do all this. 
Well, then just say I don't want to do it, and she'll do it with someone yeah, else. I that's what ended up happening. As oh. as I we broke up, and she ended up getting married. So, oh, wow. Yeah, and she, yeah. So fucker, she married. <laughs> oh no, you know I'm not gonna lie. There's there's still whenever you have like a, a deep thing with somebody. There's always kind of got to be like that thing that you had with somebody, you know. But it's like Matt's at the my same best token, friend. So even if he would have cheated on her, I still be on his. Still side. be on my side, yeah. dude. That, see, that's wow. that's what your friends are supposed to be, though. Wait, is that what happened? Like the other thing. Nah. Oh, okay. Like the other thing. Okay, any of your exes, they no longer like. I don't wish them. I don't wish them like pain or anything like that. But they no longer exist in my life you know right. what i mean because it's like that was a time so obviously i'm gonna take your side you know what i mean just like if you broke up with somebody i knew you first i would take your side even if you were like dead wrong and you were like throwing glass right. bottles at him i would still be like you're <laughs> wrong for that and i would tell you mm-hmm. but i would also be like you know you were my friend first yeah so it's like that's how that's it works what, that's that's how it works your friends are gonna take your side and they're gonna make you yeah. feel and it, two people screw up a relationship. It's not just one person, yeah. but you still exactly. got to take the other friend's side, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. messed up if you take the other person's side. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, well, you know, and then you're hanging out with them. It's like, you're not really my friend, are you? No, definitely not. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So relationships is tough. That's why I think it's so hard to jump into one because it's like you are eventually just going to have to it's it's another full-time job in a way like mm-hmm. they require work that's why it's like sometimes I'm just like I don't especially work as that an much. entertainer yeah oh, oh yeah <clears throat> I'm a workaholic and it is so hard sometimes it's like I love my significant other but I also love my career so it's, it's hard ha- to balance it's hard those. to balance when you made a lot of sacrifices to move to LA and this is your dream and then someone comes along and say, you're not spending enough time with me. It's, mm-hmm. It gets hard. And it's like, yes. well, you wouldn't have met me if I wouldn't have moved out here to chase my dreams. Right. And you wouldn't have been attracted to me right. if I wasn't so ambitious. <clears throat> it's it's like they say, man. It, and this is so honest. <clears throat> and, it, and it holds so true. If you want a guy that's going to be at home all the time, he's going to be broke. And you're also going to treat him like shit. Exactly. And if you want a rich guy, he's never hardly going to be at home. So unless you're just like a multi-billionaire who's worked his ass off and you're like 60 years old, there's no way you're going to be at home all the time. Even millionaires, they're on the phone all the time. They're always at meetings. Mm -hmm. Broke guys are the only ones who have time to sit at home and be available on that person or broke girls. Like it. Yeah. You can't be successful and be at home all the time. No, you can't. And that's the thing, too. You give so much energy. Mm-hmm. Like, think of it like, okay, right now we are talking. For those of you guys who are listening, we record two of these at a time. So just we do FYI. That, just FYI, okay? <laughs> so we're talking for roughly about two hours. Before this, I worked at this social media job where I'm talking for two hours. Tonight, I go, you know, do open mics, you know, since I don't have any shows tonight. I'll be talking. So it's like it. And then when you come home, you just want to relax and turn it off Mm -hmm. and not be, you know what I mean? Not like be giving, I need to give myself attention because all day long I've been giving, giving, giving. And it sounds like you're being selfish, but it's like, no, I was given to everybody, Mm -hmm. you know? And then it's like, you just want to sit in front of the TV or just whatever time you have, just be like, I just just want the TV to look at you. Yeah, you just want the TV to look at you. You just want to be a piece of crap when you come home. And when you have to give 
more away instead of just relaxing with that person, mm-hmm. sometimes that's challenging. But like, you know? so if you lived with a significant other though, and you came home to them, would it help you though to like kind of decompress and like review your day with them? Some and days, say, like, maybe. This is some what days. happened. And some days I just don't want to talk. I've been oh, talking exactly. all day long, so I want to go in there and I want to be like the dad from the Wonder Years. And it's like, how was yeah. work? And you're like, work was work. Right. Oh. Like, so, some days I want to come home and talk. Yeah. And some some days I want to come home and talk. And some days I don't feel like talking about mm-hmm. how has how has your day been or yeah. how my day has been. I don't feel like talking right now. Give me about two hours to myself so I can collect my thoughts. And then we can talk about how the day was. Oh, see, I'm the, I do it the other way. I come home and I'm like, here's the review of the entire day. All this stuff happens. It takes like five to 15 minutes. And then I'll go do a face mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what's so crazy? You as a girl know that girls can talk a lot. Oh, I could talk forever. Yeah. Girls will talk to you for 30 minutes about something you don't You don't even know about. Don't know about. And then they'll, about. they'll be like, you're not listening. Well, I'm, I'm hearing you, but I'm not listening because it's not engaging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. It's like you're talking a foreign language. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember, like, I've, I've been in a scenario before in a relationship where it's like, hmm, I don't know whether to get almond milk or coconut milk. And I know it's like the person trying to connect with you, but I'm just like, I, I'm busy right now. Like, I'm going to see you later. Like, do, And everybody's different, but it's like, do we have to talk on the phone? And it's not just girls. There are guys who are needy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, it's literally across the board. It just depends on what kind of person you are. You know what absolutely. I mean? Like, it, everybody... Have you heard of the whole thing? I don't know if it's true or not, but people say that there's such thing as like love language or whatever. Like you have yeah. to be able to like. Dude, I was the one that talked to about able, this. Oh, okay. That was okay. me. But I've heard, I've heard <laughs> other people talk about that. Like so, you know, touch or blah, blah, blah. Yes. And it's just, it's Quality like. time. It's just like, you know how to, you know how to show it in the way that you show it. And then like. It's not it's, real. Like What's you what real? love language? Love language. <laughs> it's not real. No. Do you think? Because I think fight, I'm all fight, of them. Fight. How can someone write a book to tell you how the love language should be in your relationship? They they don't. That's not what it is. It's she tells you what they are, and then it's up to you to figure out what you are I, so and what you like to re- give and what you like to. This receive. is all I have to say. A hundred years ago, relationships were way better, and there were not all these books. Were yep. they? And were psycho- they? Yes. Well, they toughed it out. It wasn't easy, per se, but they realized that. They realized, okay, I'm with this person, ride or die, and he likes to eat, like, smoke pipe tobacco and shoot horses, but I'm going to stay with him, even how, though he's a raven lunatic, how, because I love him. It's, <laughs> how know? is it possible all these love language books and all these psychologists well said. and other type of therapists out and yet divorce is still the highest it's ever been how is it possible i think i think it's just because divorce is more and more acceptable back then it wasn't acceptable so no one got a divorce but it's also i think they had a different idea of okay we're we're in this you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's like there are times you know like if somebody's beating you get out like as quick as possible or that was the norm in the 60s and 70s but uh, women beating relationship was the norm women what women Getting beat in relationships was the no- in the South, you could legally beat your wife with a stick that's no bigger than your thumb. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this yeah. on Thanksgiving. That's disgusting. <laughs> no, but yeah. it was real. It was real. Dude, it's it, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like in Alabama, but in front of the courthouse. They looked at too. women. They looked at women as property back then. Dude, my uh, my grandmother. So, I remember one time I was like, "Why didn't you get your license?" Because she never got her license. She goes, "Well, your grandfather just always wanted to know where I was." And I'm like, "Dude, how small <laughs> was his penis? <laughs> like to where you're just insecure? That That's insecure? Messed up. Yeah. I mean, I can understand like." 
for safety or whatever, having your like find my friends app on your phone, but not allowing someone to have a license, like the find my wife app. <laughs> like find my phone. <laughs> She's down at the Rotary Club, and it's like, who are these people? The Rotary Club, honey. Where's, where's my covered wagon? <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? Is it's like David can attest to this. There is a lot of those relationship books kind of piggybacking off what you said. And I think self-help is good because I've, I've listened to a mm. ton of it and it got me somewhere. But there comes a point when you kind of just have to kind of ignore a lot of that stuff and find out what works for you. Like there, because self-help yes, sometimes, exactly. like with, with relationships and stuff. Okay. There's a guy named E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. Like him a lot. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. His name's no. Eric Thomas. Oh, okay. He's a motivational speaker. I know him. Sorry, you said E.T. and I pictured he's, the alien. He's good. The swole guy, right? Yeah. He's really, yeah, really buff. Yeah. He's good. But then sometimes they just say crazy, crazy, crazy shit. And it will like actually make you, it will burn you out if you actually take their advice. He goes, he goes, if you want to be successful, and he gives like this really motivational speech, and it makes so much sense, and then finally he goes, you have to be able to go with only two hours of sleep. He goes, you got to stay up for three days at a time. And I'm like, dude, no that you sounds don't. Nuts. That's dude, stupid. You know who does that? Meth heads, and they start hallucinating, <laughs> yes. you nutcase. I've done that. Stop telling people this. I've been there, and now that I get eight hours of sleep a night, I'm a much happier, much better person than Right, and you're gonna, get your work's sleep. gonna be better. Yeah. Like, if you turn in like a a, a self-portrait with squiggles, it's not going to promote you. Like, working, uh, sleeping two hours a night, that's the stupidest advice that you could give somebody. I think of, like, sleeping eight hours a night as, like, one of the things on my checklist that I have to do. Yeah, because you are you need your brain in this industry. Yeah. So it's like, but the point is, is, like, in all those books, going back to the relationship thing, you can't, these people are just people writing these things. And it's like, at the end of the day, they're not gurus. You know, they, they give some helpful advice, but there are some people who are trying to make, like, these different people, like, these gurus. I used to do it. You can ask David. I used to have, work these telemarketing jobs where I would mm-hmm. listen to self-help in one earbud for eight hours a day while I was calling phones. Oh. You know? So it's crazy. But relationships, though, I guess they require work. I mean, it's I'm, funny we're talking about this because I don't know the first thing about making a relationship work successfully. I'm not Steve Harvey. I'm gonna I'm gonna Compromise. get some people to to chime in in a minute. Yeah, okay. but I I just don't see it. I don't. I believe every relationship is different and unique. It's like True. it's like someone writing a book about comedy. I'm an individual. You cannot yeah. write a book about how I'm gonna do comedy. And what Amen. it's going to take for me to be successful. I can't write a book about how your body is going to react to working out because everybody's body is different. Mm-hmm. You might have more protein than me or, or less carbohydrates. So your body's going to react different. What if you have a person, what if you're dating a person or in a relationship with a person who had father issues? Is the love language really going to work for that person when their love language may be something that, 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 um, can't even think of the word I'm trying to use right now. That that um, it goes back to something that's not good to them. Maybe they got touched by their father or their uncle. Mm-hmm. So it's different ways you have to handle different situations. Like honestly, I should not be laughing. At I'm that. only laughing because David <laughs> makes everything person. David says makes me laugh. You're nasty. Oh, but I'm no, just, like, I, that's not funny. It's I'm laughing at the way David said it. Okay. I, I tried reading that book and it was like, this is a tech. This is textbook. Uh-huh. This is not real. These are human life. beings, right? This is not real life. Mm-hmm. This is not, babe. My transmission just went out. I need this car to continue to do my shows. 
How much is it, babe? 1800 Well, babe, I only have 2000 in my savings, and I was using that to go back to school. Where will the love language book help you then? Yeah, we're all special little, unique, twinkling little stars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for some people to chime in. And guys, viewers, I want to know, do you think a person who's not in your relationship or a person who has never had successful relationships can write a book about a successful marriage or a relationship? Let us know what you think. Yeah, it's, it is different for everybody. I got to kind of piggyback off what you just said. Like, it's like when somebody in comedy, sometimes people will be like, you know what you need to do with your comedy. As soon as somebody says that to me, I, I get very <laughs> defensive and I stop respecting all their points of view. Exactly. Like, I get very defensive as soon as somebody tells me what I need to do. I'm See, like, shut just, up because you don't know me. I would just go quiet and, like, pretend to listen and then throw it all in the trash. Because you're not me. You don't know what works for me. I know what works for me. Don't give me unsolicited advice about yeah. what to do. Relationships, especially when... Relationships in L.A. are totally different from mm-hmm. the relationship in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So the advice that a person in conservative South would give you to a liberal Californian would not work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like out here, unless you're a multimillionaire, there's no such thing as a stay-at-home mom yeah. or stay-at-home wife. Both parties out here have to work. Have to just to survive. It's mandatory. Mm-hmm. When, when yeah. a one-bedroom, a decent one-bedroom is going to cost you eighteen hundred dollars, dude. Like yeah, <laughs> like more than that, but yeah. I just I, mean, I just figured found my next one-bedroom. There's probably certain truth. Of course there's, like, truth to it because there's certain people that's, like, they want you to give them gifts more. They want you to, like, show Mm -hmm. it and you can, like, tap into that. But, like, to be, like, this is going to be all-encompassing and work all the time. The the formula stuff doesn't work, like, seven steps to a better relationship and everything. You just got to learn to – that's why I think our grandparents, they did kind of have it right because even though they were crazier back then because they didn't believe in going to therapy, so they'd come back from the Korean War and, like, set a dog (laughs) on fire (laughs) – you know what I mean? Like, they'd wake up their kids if they slept past 5 a.m. with ice water, and they're just, like, nuts. But, like, at the same token, there was a there was a solidarity that was there to where it's like, okay, we accept people. So maybe that isn't healthy on some things because you don't confront people. You need to do that now. Mm-hmm. But back then, there was kind of an acceptance. Absolutely. And people did what they needed to do. Oh. See, when I got know, an issue people. with, like, my partner, I'm like, this is my problem right away. Here it is. Nip it in the bud. Fix it and then move on. You should confront things mm-hmm. because it's like also back that time, you know, like girls didn't have a voice and it's like that's not right either. Yeah, but it's no. like I just think I think both people need to tell each other what's up, but mm-hmm. they also need to be like, okay, am I willing to accept this person or not? Right. Because if you're exactly. not, don't be with them. You can still tell them what's bothering you, but it's like almost like you're never going to change anybody. Yeah. Ever. I think no one's ever. perfect and it definitely takes compromise, but you also have to figure out like – how much compromise are you willing to Right, what are you willing to put up with? Yeah, for sure. You know? My auntie, my aunt, her and my uncle have been married for about 20 years. And I asked, um, what is your opinion on what it takes to have a successful relationship? And she was like, uh, a successful relationship is like, uh, what did she say? It's like a tug of war mm-hmm. until you guys finally hit each other's back and then the only thing that's going to keep you going is you guys balancing each other to keep keep yourselves up 
I probably fucked that quote up that she said. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm picturing it in my Something head. Something like that. <laughs> I'm picturing it in my head. I'm a visual I'm learner. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> For sure. I am too. I was like visualizing it as you were saying it. Yeah. Right. I feel like entertainment people are all visual learners. Yeah. Are you visual no, learners? Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I was terrible to, in math. To build my daughter's uh-huh. toys, I have to look at the picture. I can't read the instructions. No, that's the instructions. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the instructions are terrible. I got time for that. No. No. Well, okay, so my parents have been together... 30 years? Yeah, 30, 30 years. years. This October 10th was their 30th wedding anniversary. And they have this thing that, I don't know if they made it up, but they say it all the time, and it's PPF, and it stands for put your partner first. And so they always talk about that, and um, especially my mom. And so I'm trying to do that in my own relationship, but I realize I'm really bad at it. So I'm personally working on that. I uh-huh. Do you guys have any personal struggles? As far when, as what? When you're trying to like work in a relationship, things that you deal with? Uh, I'm not good at them. I, Just uh, overall. I throw my no, clo- I all. throw my clothes everywhere and put my shoes everywhere. <laughs> oh, so you're I, messy. And I don't give a damn. But then you need to, yeah, I'm the same way. You need a partner that doesn't care if you're messy. Right, right. Yeah. See, on the opposite, yeah. I'm super OCD, like organized, not as clean, but very organized. Like I don't like dusting and vacuuming. So I looked for a partner that was also clean and organized, but also could dust and vacuum. Did you guys see this is forty? No. That Jed Apatow movie? Uh, you know what? It's on TV all the time. I've it's never so watched good. it like start to end, but I've seen like all the parts of it, just not in order. Um, so I'll give you guys like just kind of like a quick cap of it. So they, they start having problems in their marriage, and they're 40, and they start like going to therapists, and they both start trying to change. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where uh, Leslie, why can't I think of her Leslie last name? Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann, yeah. Love her. She, she's funny. Beautiful. She Yeah, she is. She says to Paul Rudd, she goes, you know what? She goes, I liked it better when we weren't always trying to change each other you want to just go back to the way things were and they kind of just let each other be who they are like exactly. the thing is this okay i'm messy i spill things on my pants <laughs> um i i forget to clean my house sometimes and it's like the other person has to accept that if they don't want to accept it then they can go and the other person that i'm talking to they might be moody they might um they might get temperamental or they might like be late or whatever it is that the pet peeve i have to accept that or I can go. They'll change when they want to change, and I'll change when absolutely, I want to change. Absolutely. And that's what people don't understand. They're like, this person's almost perfect if I can just change that. And it's like, no, they're who they are, and you either are willing to put up with who they are or you're not. Because when you try to change other people, that's Can't when you start getting anymore. mad. That's why sometimes you're just like, okay, I don't want to put up with this, and you just leave. Mm-hmm. That's what my it's mom easier said than done. My mom said if but, they're not the person you want to be when you meet them, don't expect to make them into the person you want them to be. You right. can't change people. You can't. They gotta change themselves. And that's why relationships are so hard because you get attracted to somebody and you're like, oh, I hate that they do this. And then eventually, <laughs> after that initial attraction wears off, you're like, I really never wanted to deal with that. I was just enamored. Mm. You know? J- Josh Nasser, we gotta get you on the so- uh, show soon, buddy. What's going on, man? Thank you to all my viewers. But we were asking the question Do you think that books. Uh, help relationships? Do they help in the way that do you feel like the person can relate to your relationship or do you think that every relationship is uh, relationship specific? I do know this one book yeah. that has helped you not with relationships but with people when they go through breakup like men and women. I've recommended this book so many times. It's called the name of the book is It's Called a Breakup Because It's Broken. Mm. And it's just, it's so, it's not really a relationship about getting out of a relationship, but I know that for sure helped a lot of people, but 
Being a hoe helps most men <laughs> through breakups. Getting under someone helps you get over them? Yeah, that, okay. I, I think that works pretty well. <laughs> I Dude, think that works pretty well. It's funny because I remember there was one time, like, I had never been cheated on before and I got cheated on. Mm. And there was no amount of self-help that could help that. You know what I mean? It was like, it was just like, you just, I just had to sit through the shit. Mm-hmm. And be like, okay, this sucks. That's why a lot of times I used to be very into like self-help, trying to find a book for everything. Now I'm just kind of like, it's not that I don't read self-help anymore. It's just like I've stopped trying to fix everything. I used to try to fix everything. And that I think can be a problem in a relationship too. Because like if you're trying to fix, if you're always trying to fix the relationship, then it's, I don't know. Right, right. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't look at it like I'm trying to fix it. I see look then at that, it maybe that's like, why it's healthier. You're like yeah. you don't look at it that way. It's just self improvement. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not saying that right now. I'm like I think for what is today De- December fifth, 2017. I'm my best self, but maybe tomorrow I'll be even better self. Mm-hmm. It's not saying there's anything wrong with Haley Ray today. I'm just wanting to be even better tomorrow. Oh yeah, everybody should strive for that. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody La- should strive. Lakeisha Harris said there's a good book. It's called The Power of a Praying Wife or Husband. Never read it. Sounds like a decent book. Um, so, Lakeisha, I've never read that book. Never really heard of it. If you could give me uh, down in the comments a little bit about what it's about so that we can touch on that. Disney has ruined relationships for people because they've made everything so perfect. If they would have showed, like, Prince Charming or, like, Cinderella, like, shit in her pants with Depends on 20 years later, after they fell in love, maybe there'd be less divorce. Have you seen Frozen? No. Oh, see, they yeah, they kind of... Like flip the switch on that one. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did because at first, like the one of the main girls like meets the guy, and you think like, oh, this is the guy, and it's wonderful, la di da, uh-huh. and it, they're like overdoing it to show you how like fake that is, and then he turns out to be the villain. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Joylin Love said, and I agree with this. Unless the other party recommends the book to you, she says no because the other person recommends the book that means they actually share similar views to what's in the book and i agree mm. that's like say if say for instance if your your man Insightful. gives you a book mm-hmm. and you're like well damn what, what are you trying to say you All know right. what i'm saying okay. like if you give me a book about maybe I, I don't know um i don't know anything you know okay like just how a woman should be, then you're like, well, wow, that was kind of harsh. Instead of, <laughs> I do, I do feel like both parties should definitely mutually agree on the book, dude. <laughs> not not just bring a book home. You know what I'm saying? I think it's like if you're gonna go, okay, if you're gonna go the route of the books, you gotta read like all the books. So just read one book and subscribe to that one book because dude. that's just one point of view. You need a well-rounded, lots of different points of view. Remember when we went up to San Diego, David? Uh-huh. I remember. Uh, Wait, did you just say up to San Diego? Uh, down, or down, down to San Diego. Diego. I'm geographically retarded. You can tell me yeah. Texas and Rhode Island are next to each other. <laughs> but like, we, we went up there, and my ex's dad, I remember he gave me a ton of books. Oh. And it was like every woman's struggle. And it was like all these books <laughs> that were like, it's like women's bad. I never read them. I accepted them. But I was like, I'm not going to read this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro, they had fucked that man up so bad. Dude, I'll never read an actual book. It has to be an audio book. I'm all about the audio, like voice. I, yeah, voice I'm is not going to sit and read a book because then I can't multitask. And it just takes away from my time. Yeah. I already have so I just time. like reading, but I do it right before I go to bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's whenever I do it. But well, yeah, that was uh, 
our little take on that. Yeah. Relationships and, and relationship books. I'll say I know nothing about relationships, guys. So if you guys listen to me, I'm a straight ticket to divorce. So don't. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, don't take any of my advice. Don't that I said. I'm to figuring that. it out myself. Yeah. So we're, right we're, now we're all figuring this shit out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, all of us are all the time. I Anybody? think it's better to be single forever than like marry the wrong person and then get divorced. What do you guys think? Mm, I don't know. I, I really. I. I. I'm be honest with you. I don't know. Okay. I really don't know. I think you learn a lot from. I think you learn a lot from the opposite sex, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, if you don't, if you don't like, if you just stay single without talking to anybody, you also might get weird and start collecting pet toads or something, and doing <laughs> doing speed dating and wearing Velcro shoes or something weird, you know? Yeah, but it's like, like I get no dating is good, but it's like, do you have to get married? Is that important? right? I get what you're saying. Like, is, I think it's really noble. I, I I agree with the concept of marriage, and I believe in it. It's just. I'm not there yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, guys, this has been... Uh, stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed out podcast. Tell them about the... Uh, sorry, guys. I just went off mic for a second. Uh, I am going to uh, play us out with some amazing music. So, right now, I'm stalling right now to try to make this look a little bit more natural. Stall, stall, stall. Stall, stall, stall. stall, 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 stall. <laughs> guys, you want to tell them that they can email us. They we, You can email us, stressedoutpodcast at gmail.com. With any suggestions? Okay. Please do. Please do. Yes, absolutely. And we're working on our animation. So uh, we're going to have that Instagram up soon, guys. Oh, yeah. Instagram. You can like our shit. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll put some clips up. Yeah. And guys, subscribe to us and follow us. And let us know if there's it's just suggestions you have. Leave a review. But please leave a good review because this could be a source of extra income. Mm-hmm. And I really want to buy more supplements for myself. <laughs> So. And I want to buy more Jordans, so. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, wanna, what do you want to buy? I want to go do cool shit in L.A. There you go. Take yeah. my days off. So help us, guys. <laughs> help us guys. help you. Help us help you because this has been the Stressed Out Podcast. Podcast. We out of here. Bye. Bye. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. Cool.